You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I hope you had a great day. It's cold where we are. We're all in Chicago, but it's it's cold, very cold. But la vie est belle. Life is beautiful. And you know what keeps this, this for me at this, this joy of life, is I feel every day is a miracle. It's a miracle to be alive. It's good to be able to do my show, meet my team, be with you at night. And so I want to thank you, you know, joining the rendezvous. If you have any questions for me about your love life, relationships, any question at all, call me 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, something you would want advice on, just call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Antonella. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Antonella. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on tonight? Well, I am moving in with my boyfriend, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. But he collects everything, and I'm a minimalist, so I'm a little nervous about that part. I don't know what to do about it. Have you guys talked? We have talked kind of jokingly and noticing that about each other's places, but we haven't had like a specific talk about that in moving in together. Why would you not talk about that with your partner? What is either the fear or the resistance or the apprehension? Uh, It's apprehension. Like I'm a little nervous about, I don't want him to think that, you know, his things, his possessions aren't important to me, but I'm a little nervous about how we'll share all our space and not create conflict on that. I get it, Antonella. So what do you think would be a fair compromise between the two of you with that situation? I guess what I would like is if we can have places for his collections, but that it not be all of the space taken over by them. That seems reasonable. And so I think you should go for that compromise. Sit down with him. And like you said, I'm really respectful of your things, but here's the space we have. Here's what I don't want to feel suffocated. How about we do this solution, Antonella? And then if he doesn't agree, said, help me. You know, maybe we make the compromise a little different. But you now close it to a good solution, okay? Okay, you think he'll go for it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, listen, I think that when the compromise is fair, everybody goes for it at the end. So he might be, oh, my God, yeah. just that, you know, a bit grumpy. Don't mind the grumpiness. Just wait a little bit of time and ask him the same question. What do you think is fair? Fairness is an expression of love, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay? I agree. <laughs> good. Thank you. Good luck to you with that compromise. I think it will be fine. And, and have a good night. Thanks so much. Oh, I just got a tweet that's going to be interesting. Somebody's being taken for granted and need my help. That's next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you have a question, but you can dial in right now, remember, you can always also tweet me at Rendezvous Radio, your question. Trish, what's the tweet I just got here? Okay, so this Twitter DM is from Sandy that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sandy. I feel like lately my boyfriend has been taking me for granted, and I don't like it. Whenever we hang out lately, he never does anything special for me, and he's usually just on his phone playing games or on social media. How can I get him to not take me for granted and appreciate me more? Sandy, if you feel taken for granted... There's a reason why, and there's a solution to it. Stay with me. I'll tell you what to do next. Have you ever felt like Sandy, taken for granted in a relationship by your partner? Here's why. It happens when, slowly but surely, we let it slide away. So our partners pay less attention to us. 
things we just hear forever for sure biggest mistake anyone can make and it doesn't have or she doesn't have to be romantic or or being kind or being extra caring and then that's why it happens because we let it happen what you can do sandy about it is talk about it i feel taken for granted why what do you mean and you say a b c d e and you say no 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 i don't want to feel like this anymore and then you say you say oh i didn't know you felt like this he said well now i know that you do and i'm counting on you and i love you and you move on on a positive note but you got to deliver the message don't keep it secret don't be afraid of his reaction if you take it for granted speak out that's the best thing you can do another thing you can do at all time during this show is call me 855-905-8255 you have a question about your relationships it's very simple darlin 855-905-8255 bonjour dora bonjour simon Bonjour, Dora. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's up? How can I help you tonight? I'm calling about my boyfriend. He's, he's wonderful. He's funny. Okay. He's loving. He pays attentive. He's attentive to me. He hates bullying. But when we're around friends, his or mine, he starts talking about me and, and um, he's trying to be funny. You know, he's telling funny stories, um, but he tells stories about me and he, he interprets stuff I've done. And he doesn't let me explain what I was thinking, you know, and it's all done like with laughter and joking, but I feel bullied. It's a form of bullying and Mm -hmm. he has a blind spot to it. I don't know how to explain that to him. I'm going to help you, but first tell me something he did precisely. What is it he said? He tells us something about you that your intuition or you felt not at ease or bullied. Um, I went to the dog shelter, and I couldn't stay there. I started to cry. I, I just I couldn't adopt all of them. Okay. So I left, and I called him, and I said I was crying. I was sobbing on the phone. I said, I just feel so bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he talked to me, and he was loving, and, um, you know, are you okay? Don't drive, you know, until you're feeling, you know, in control. And it was very sweet. Mm-hmm. So we go with friends, and he starts telling them, that you know, I came out of came what out of the grocery said? store, and they were doing an adoption, and I burst into tears and fell on the ground. You know, I I'm, okay. I don't even remember the things he said, but he was saying things that were not true. Okay, I get it. So here's the thing: uh, there is no reason for you not to say when he does that later on when you're together. Why are you being so mean in public? Why being so passive aggressive? Help mm-hmm. me understand why you're so different in public than in private. Or maybe you have something that I did that hurt your feelings and you're not telling me. But please, uh-huh. don't be mean in public to me. It's humiliating. You wouldn't want that done to you. Until you and say that... And this is that, something I should do when we're, when we're together, away from people. Yeah, that's the key. Together. Just you and him, okay? Yeah. Is All there right. a way to tell him when, he, when we're out in public, when he starts it? Like... Well, when you he's know, in to, public, to say, this you, is it. you, you, this you is just it. say, please, you don't have to make fun of me like this. Right there. Okay. Okay. It will Thank stop. You. All right. You're welcome. Anytime. Any question, always call me. Thank you so much, Dora, and have a good night. You too. Oh, I got to go to my email. I got somebody who has a difficulty answering a question about their relationship. That's next. Stay with me. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know that if you can't call me, you can't dial in for any reason and you have a question, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email about tonight? This email is from Cheryl that says, Bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour, Cheryl. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years, and people are always asking me when we're going to get engaged. I never know how to answer that question because I want to get engaged, but he hasn't proposed yet. I usually end up saying something like, oh, who knows, but it's so awkward because I really have no control over it. Do you have any suggestions on how I can answer so that I don't end up feeling stupid? Cheryl, that's a great question. You want to know how to answer that question? Stay with me. My answer is next. What would you answer to your friends? Let's say you've been together for four years, like my uh, email here, Cheryl sent me. And uh, your friend's asking you, when are you guys going to get engaged? And you just don't know anymore how to answer, right? You know, you want to know how to answer. You just don't know. That's what Cheryl asked me. So, Cheryl, here is my answer. It's not about how to answer your friends. The real question is, you need to know from your boyfriend when he's going to propose. Four years is a long time. People said the average, you wait for three years. After that, there's a problem. So I'm not saying there's a problem, but I think what we should focus on mostly is you asking your boyfriend, really, what's his timing and his intention? And you're totally entitled to do so. You need to know first and foremost, what's his intention? And then you can decide what to say to your friends. I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about you knowing when and if he's going to propose to you. Fingers crossed, he will answer yes and all will be well. But always ask the questions to the one you need the answer from. Any questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me about your relationship? Just call me now. Bonjour, Erika. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Erika. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's up? How can I help you tonight? so much for having me. I'm calling because my boyfriend, I think he's going through just a, a patch of stress and he hasn't been working out. And I mean, he's like, he's one of those people that has really good genes and like that's worked for him his whole life. But I feel like we're getting to a place where like everything is just a little out of shape and I'm trying to encourage him to like work out more. And I don't know how to do that without hurting his feelings. What should I do? I see. Before I answer, tell me honestly, how much does it bother you? How much does it impact your desire for him? How much does it, just between you and I, how much does it impact your relationship? So I guess like it's not like the way he looks. It's more like I can tell he feels not as good. And, it, and, and it's more like a long-term thing. Like if this is a person I want to be with for the rest of my life, I want to make sure that like they're healthy and they live as long as me. So it, it like it's more of like this like long-term worry. Like, are you going to stop taking care of yourself? Isn't it? Yes, exactly. But when somebody doesn't take care of themselves, it impacts that desire for them because it's a mm-hmm. sign of depression, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Yeah, me too. All right, Erica. So here's what I suggest. Tell him. I can see you know, you're a bit upset by this change in, in your health. And let me understand. How do you feel about it? And uh, is there anything I can do? And just tell him. I said, listen, maybe you're mm-hmm. going through a little depression. Because you have to understand when people start to gain weight or people start to drink more or eat more, they're just trying to find a way to cope with something that's bothering them inside of them, right? So I'm not asking you to play shrink. I'm asking you to be understanding and open-minded to something that is not so much the physical as that's the reflection of the problem. That's the tip of the the problem. The, The root of the problem is something is bothering him inside of him. And his reaction, instead of addressing it, is to eat more or drink more or do something in excess. And you, in your intuition, Erica, you feel that, right? Yeah. 
Yes. That's so, very insightful. I can think of a few things that are see, bringing this yeah. up for him. <laughs> so, Good. Well, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I can help you and and I hope the conversation will go well and you can help him get back at his best. But I think you have now the tools that I've given you to kind of frame the conversation. Yes, thank you Simon. Thank you so much. Anytime. I'm here. That's what I'm here for. Have a good night. Good luck with the talk and good luck to both of you. Thank you. Being able to address an issue with a partner is one of the most important tools we all need to have in a relationship, right? So let me share with you what I've learned with my therapist about this. That's next. Stay with me. I don't know about you, but for me, I think the first time I had this moment where things were not going well was my first, first relationship at 14, if you can call that relationship, my first love story. It's when Christabel was not happy with me, my first girlfriend, and I had no tools. Of course, you're 14, you don't know anything. But I had a wonderful therapist, an older man back then, uh, who I would see once a week to help me with other things. And he said to me this, he said, instead of wondering who's right and who's wrong, Simon, listen to your girlfriend. I said, Doc, what do you mean? He said, you know, you're always ready to jump on us. No, you're wrong, you're wrong. Stop jumping on you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Help her understand what's going on by listening to her. That is the first and great tool I've learned from my therapist. Listen and understand and being understood. And then the other thing I've learned from my therapy, I'll tell you next. So stay with me. So when you date somebody, there's moments where things are very difficult. And then the first thing I heard from my own therapist was, listen to your girlfriend. Don't always jump on her ways. You're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right, you said that. No, stop interrupting your girlfriend when she talks. What a great advice he gave me. And then the second thing he said to me, he said, and don't project on her. I said, what does that mean, project, projection? He said, well, so you keep saying things for her. It's what you feel, but she doesn't feel it. So don't use her to project your anger, your frustration, or other things. Don't make her, you know, the recipient of something called a projection. A projection is when you say, oh, my God, you know, I've heard that you think I'm very, you know, bad for this, or, you know, you think I'm not good enough for you, instead of saying, I think you're not good enough for me. That's a projection. And my shrink said to me, don't project on other people what you feel. Let them express what they feel without projecting on them your own problem or issues. I want to move on to a love story now. So if you have one, call me please. 855-905-8255. Every night, everywhere in America, there's people saying, I love you. There's love stories, a romantic story that we don't know about until now. I want you to call me when you have one. Uh, Corey, bonjour. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Um, you, have a, you said you have a romantic story to share with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my wife and I, we got, uh, the way we got engaged was pretty romantic to us anyway. So I wanted to share that with you. Go ahead. So we're both really into roller coasters and amusement parks. And that's re- we started out as friends, and we were good. that's really how we bonded. Mm-hmm. So um, I planned a trip to our favorite park, and we were having a great time. And then we went on our favorite coaster, which every time we go there, we go on it at least three or four times. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it the first time, and I didn't do it the second time. But the third time we went on it, as we were going up um, right before the big drop, Mm-hmm. I turned to her and I said, will you marry me? And I was holding <laughs> uh, the ring <laughs> and she looked at me <laughs> big eyes and screamed yes. 
the entire <laughs> drop all the way down. And that's good timing, by the way. That's original and good timing because you only have a few seconds before it goes down again. So that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, I mean, I was I was just nervous I was going to drop the ring, <laughs> so I was holding it really <laughs> tight. And and once you guys finished this, uh, was she crying? Were you crying? Or what? yeah, I mean, she so she we we got off the ride. We actually, you know, we <laughs> we're big roller coaster folks, but we never buy the photo. We bought that photo. And then right off the coaster is when I went down on my knee, right on the platform, and uh, I love that. put it on her finger. You know, Corey, I've I've heard a lot of stories, and you know my show. You know, every night we have different love stories. I think it's the first time I hear, unless I'm wrong, that somebody proposed on a roller coaster. So, congrats to you. That's very original. I mean, you know, <laughs> and what what a timing. Good for you. So, congrats to both of you, by the way, of course, and thank you for sharing that story. I mean, I'm sure there's there are going to be people looking at that idea that I'll do like Curry propose on the highest note of a roller coaster. That is pretty cool. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Yeah, have a good night. More Rendezvous next. Bonsoir, and, and thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for spending every evening with me. I mean, let me tell you this. Can you imagine, for somebody from France, who's now a proud American citizen, how that feels, to know that you're listening to my show, that you're here with us every night, you comment on my social media at therendezvousshow.com, it makes me feel very, very grateful. I mean, very grateful. And if you follow the show on social media, you'll see often I say gratitude or bless because I really feel having such a big show in America is a miracle. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me every night. Uh, you can check my Instagram and then the Twitter. You just go to at Rendezvous Radio. It's all there. Um, you know, it's Valentine's Day next week. Wink, wink. So guys and ladies, don't forget about it. Make your plan. Don't wait for the last minute. I just want to remind you, and I will again and again, so nobody's left behind. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks again. Be safe tonight, and uh, bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.